Hey guys, I'm Caleb Giddings, and you're watching or listening to Firearms Industry News for the week ending September 25th, 2020. If you're listening to this on Spotify or on Apple Play, thank you for listening. Keep leaving us those five-star reviews. Helps the metrics, and it makes me happy. And if you're watching on Facebook or on Instagram, thanks for watching. Make sure that you share this to your stories on Instagram and share it with your friends on Facebook. And with that said, let's get into the news because there's... Well, there's news this week, guys, and that's kind of nice because the last few weeks have been sort of a, I don't want to say slow news period, but it certainly hasn't been as exciting as I would have liked it to be. And on the top, we're going to start with industry news about machine guns. FN has been re-awarded the contract to continue manufacturing the M249 squad automatic weapon for the Army. FN has been the only manufacturer of the M249 during its entire service with the United States military, unlike the M240, which if you've got an armory that's diverse enough, you'll be able to find 240s that are marked as manufactured by Colt. However, the 249 has always been single-sourced to FN, and that contract has been extended for the Army and is expected to be completed by 2025. Now, this is interesting because other branches are phasing out their use of the 249. We've recently saw the Marine Corps move away from the 249 in favor of a full-auto HK416, which gives them the ability to have that sort of automatic rifle, but in a more compact and more maneuverable package. And obviously there's some issue with that basically being an end run around the fact that they wanted to get the 416 for everybody, but weren't able to. So they're like, this is our 249 replacement. The Army, on the other hand, has decided to stick with the tried and true 249, at least through 2025. No word on what the Air Force is going to do with our fleet of M249s, many of which are very old and kind of crappy. Now, moving on, we also have some match results because those are always fun. Uh, Team Ruger dominated the 2020 East Coast Steel Challenge, which is a major match in the Steel Challenge calendar. And again, it's nice to see that matches are back, that people are shooting matches, and that Ruger is out there kicking butt at matches. And then we're going to move over to USPSA and talk about some matches over here before we get into our big news of the week. So in USPSA, we had the, over this last week, we had the Indiana Section Championship, we had the 2020 Mile High Showdown, and most importantly, we had the Walther Arms Area 4 Championship, where you had winners in Carry Optics, Limited, We Don't Care About PCC, and Production is what we'll show you guys here. So in Carry Optics, excuse me, in Limited, you had Shane Coley taking home top honors, in carry optics, you had Hwansik Kim, which, again, uh, I've never met Hwansik Kim, but I just think it's a shame that the guy's initials are HK and he shoots a Walther. Like, HK, you are missing a marketing opportunity right here. Get that guy a VP9 with a dot on it and let him kick butt with that. Come on, man. And, of course, last but not least, we have production where Jacob Hetherington took home top honors over uh, Nils Jonathan. So that's it for your match results for this weekend. And now let's get into some more news. So 
The first bit of news is, I don't want to say it's super political, but it is a little bit political, guys. And we're talking about the Democrats' campaign platform, for lack of a better word. And if you go on to the Democrat Party platform, which... If you're not familiar with how this works, party platforms are what candidates and parties put out that basically lay out their policy objectives if they were to win. So it's kind of like their wish list of goodies, right? Before President Trump got elected, he had his wish list of goodies, you know, a lot of which was really cool stuff that gun owners wanted and none of which we got. So bear that in mind that this is very much a wish list. However, one of the most concerning items on the Democrat Party's wish list is a total ban on the sale of ammunition online. And why is that concerning? Well, that's concerning because that affects how a lot of people that we know in the firearms industry make our money. It affects how people get ammo delivered to them it really affects a lot of jobs it takes jobs away from people it takes opportunities away from people to be profitable it would shut down companies that have worked in this industry for a very long time to become successful and in my opinion is a clear line in the sand infringement of our constitutional rights so what the democrat party platform says is that they want to end the online sale of guns and ammo. Now again, bear in mind that that is a wish list and they may have other things that they want to get to before that. That may not be a thing that they can do via policy, but it's certainly something that they would like to try to do. Now I'm saying this means you should run out and go vote for Trump because in other episodes of this show and in my uh, YouTube channel. I have voiced my, voiced my feelings about this election, but it is something to bear in mind. And it's especially something to bear in mind if you live in a state where you have a battleground congressional seat or a battleground uh, senatorial seat. Like if you have a state where you might flip-flop a representative or you might flip-flop a senator, find out what your representative's positions on the Second Amendment are. Find out what your representative's what your senator's positions on the Second Amendment are. Those seats are actually more consequential than whoever wins the presidency. They're far more consequential than whoever wins the presidency is who controls the House and who controls the Senate. And as we've seen over the last few years with Democrats in control of the House and Republicans in control of the Senate and Republicans in control of the White House, not a lot gets done. And I'm kind of okay with that. Like, I'm going to be honest gridlock is preferable to the government agreeing on stuff because inevitably when the government agrees on stuff they end up taking stuff away that i don't want taken away so think about that when you're making your voting choices make educated choices vote your conscience but please bear in mind what these policy goals are and how absolutely disastrous how catastrophic the ending of online ammunition sales would be for the firearms industry. And now we have good news, at least on paper, SHOT Show 2021 is still on. And I know this because I just got an email, Dear Outdoor Shooting and Media Professional, you have been invited to SHOT Show's Industry Day at the Range. So 
If you've never been to SHOT Show, uh, and I hope you haven't if you're not actually in the industry, but the day before the show opens, they have industry day at the range where certain media people get invited, certain vendors get invited, and we get to poke and prod the guns and things like that. And it's interesting because you actually get to shoot some stuff. You get to shoot some new products, maybe five, ten rounds through some new products, but you do get to shoot it, and that's not bad. SHOT Show, the NSSF, sending out this email right now in September, a month before registration opens, is interesting to me because they're definitely trying to keep the confidence on that the show is still going to happen. And it's especially interesting because uh, CES, the Consumer Entertainment Show, which happens right before SHOT in Vegas, has canceled their 2021 event. And the AVN Awards, the Adult Video News Awards, which happens the same time as shot in Vegas, have also canceled their event. And I feel like it's telling that the people who lick each other's genitals professionally are concerned about health and safety around coronavirus and don't want to have their event. And the gun industry is still like, we're doing this damn thing. Again, you can feel however you want about that, but at least according to the NSSF, as of right now, SHOT Show is still on. I'm Caleb Giddings. That's it for this week's edition of Firearms Industry News. Again, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and spread the news to all your friends. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.